0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life, right here on SelfDiscoveryMedia.com. I am Sarah Troy. First impressions. It is said, as I'm reading from my document over here, the first impressions that you t- that you make is rather like a photograph, snap. In that time, fifty five percent is your body language and what you're wearing. Does it speak to your confidence? Does it speak to who you are, your personality, your character? Does it respect the person looking down, looking at you? 38% is your tone of voice. Is it welcoming? Does it capture people's attention? Does it invite them to listen? And only 7% is actually the content of what you say. Have we forgotten those first impressions today? Are we able to look a little deeper, at deeper levels of people, or are we just being shallow enough to only see the surface? Can we see the complexities of a person? The complexity may be driven by a trauma, a drama, a feeling of lack, a lack of confidence. Can we see the confidence in someone where someone has made the journey, and have stepped into that soul consciousness, that spirit enlightenment, and that heart presence with confidence. We're all here to take a journey. That journey is one that's just going to lead us forward in our lives to somewhere doing something that is meaningful and important in serving humanity. Well, let's serve humanity in a way that does come from our heart, that comes from our authenticity, that comes from our truth. We cannot serve other people until we have learned what service is, until we've learned what our instrument is, till we've learned our particular gift, how to use it, and how to bring it to the orchestra of life in service of others. We look at someone And it's judging the book by its cover. And you may not like the cover and, you know, as a person interviews an awful lot of authors, I do look at some covers and go, who gave them that advice, but the content inside is worth reading. They were just misguided on the cover. We can be misguided by our presentation to others. They can look at you and make a judgment call. I speak British English, and a lot of people may have a perception that I'm a snob because of it. It's their perception based on what? On whose doctrine? Uh, Where did they get that in the first place? So when we look at people, we listen to people, and we want to jump to judgment, and we want to jump to conclusion, we need to be mindful. What you see on the surface is only the door. And sometimes the door is weathered. It may be even cracked or the paint is peeling off. But sometimes that represents wonderful treasures inside, knowledge that's been accumulated in a way that is transcending. Sometimes you look at a door It's bronze and shiny and everything polished and you think whoa, what am I going into this must be exciting and to find everything is like a showroom. Everything is the latest of this the latest gadget of that shiny this loud that look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm so important. And you find out that that particular content is rather shallow not much to give what kind of book are you what's your book cover look like are you representing you as you not as a perception you want people to present you it see you in but the true you that you are presenting in confidence and in truth my book cover of course will be blue it will have blues and whites and crisp other colors in it because blue is my color It represents who I am, hence I'm wearing blue today. (laughs) The way I dress represents who I am, bohemian chic. I've worn the suits, I've worn everything else in every other profession. And I've gone back to the clothing of the 70s when I was young in the sense of the flowy skirts, the lovely blouses, or the flowy dresses. Because I like the flow of them. I like them the way they make me feel. And they make me feel confidential, at home with self. When you put something on, obviously it needs to be complimentary to the eye. It's got to do you a service. Because then that is where the confidence comes from and exudes out, and it becomes an invitation for other people. Here is somebody that's put together, not the Armani suit or the Gucci track suit, but could be something from Walmart, from a second-hand store. But the thing is, it's clean, it's crisp, it's you. Many people are just T-shirt and jeans people. Well, if that's who you are make sure it's a clean t-shirt that whatever's written on it isn't offending anyone (laughs) the jeans are clean you're clean because if you're not then that's telling people you don't give a hoot about them and you really don't give a hoot about yourself either prefer to have said another word but i'll use hoot it's respectful to make an effort to present your cover To present it in a way that says, I want you to read my book. I want you to listen to what I have to say. I want you to want to know me. So we have to be careful how we present ourselves, our book of life, our presence. That whatever we wear, however groomed we are, that is respectful to the eye that is seeing us. And that represents who we are at the very core of us. If you want to be a slob, and a slob is how you're going to present yourself, then a slob is where you're going to be at. But if you're wanting to present yourself to be taken seriously, do not put a suit on if you're not a suit person. Wear something that does complement your personality, your look. That really is you. And that brings out the confidence in you. Because now people see you. And then as you open your mouth, the tone of voice being welcoming, now they want to hear you. And they're anxious to know your content. We're doing an awful lot on social media now, Zoom. We're seeing ourselves from, you know, the chest up. And, you know, the joke is always what are you wearing below, you know, shorts or underpants or track pants. So we're not seeing the whole picture right now, but it's still making the effort on the surface making an effort that whoever's looking at you isn't going oh my god i don't know where to look or when did that person last have a shower or a shave oh gosh that looks top looks like it hasn't been washed in ages because you don't want to detract people from the content you want people the stage to be set that the content is what they're anxious to hear from you talking about books i do hope to write mine this year I've been saying it every year, and I thought, COVID, oh, I'll have the time. No, I didn't have the time. I was doing six and eight shows a week, each show is at least a four-hour production, and I didn't have time for anything. But winter is coming. I'm going to slow down on some of my shows, and I'm going to try and start my book. And once I get into the flow, I hope that I'll do it right to the end. What is my book about? My book is about my personal journey. How did I become a podcaster? Why am I still a podcaster? Why do I think it's important that we share these stories? It's the journey in getting here, and believe me. It was a 57 year journey. And probably a few hundred lifetimes. I'm going to do an audio book as well as a written one Because my voice is, is my presence. How is that book going to look? Hopefully representative of me. What the title is going to be as yet, I don't know. But the content will be colorful. We're reinventing ourselves because we're redirecting. We're navigating these tumultuous waters at the present moment we're being tossed around in the waves and we're begging to see land but the current is taking us where we need to go it's taking us through the rapids that we need to go through it will beach us where we need to be beached we just have to go with the flow we have to understand there's a bigger agenda for all of this right now It is, excuse me, take a sip of water. It is the shake it up to wake us up, to step up, to change it up. Oh boy, have we been shaken up. Are we waking up? I jolly well hope so. Have we started stepping up? Please do. Because change doesn't happen until we step up. Until we wake up. Until we've been shaken silly as to what's wrong and what we need to put what's right it's rather like protesting protest is kind of a rather negative word but when you are together in a movement a movement that is constantly in a flow calm flow it's going to have more impact than the protest that reaches too high a note and then ends up being hysteria, which is riotous. So the rhythm of our tone and the rhythm of our presence and the rhythm of our calling needs to be calm, needs to be uplifting, needs to be inviting. We can speak to the horrific facts. We can say no more. We can demand accountability. We can stand united with people who are suffering such prejudice but we must do it in a tone that invites more people to join us we must do it in a presence that we don't look angry violent and out to get someone we must do it with intelligent content that makes sense to people that's the way we really need to live our lives we need to make sense to ourselves so we can make sense to other people. <sighs> I have been judged all my life because I'm different. I never fit into a mold. Every, every time somebody tried to box me, I unboxed. It may have taken me a little while, but I got out of that box because I'm a free spirit and I need to flow. Everything I've learned in life and everything I've done in life has brought me to this time now doing what I'm doing. Are there some things I wish that hadn't happened or I hadn't done? Always. But had I not done them, had I not gone down those tumultuous roads, I would not be who I am, where I am, doing what I'm doing today. I've recently moved all my furniture that was in storage over to where I'm living now. I wasn't going to stay where I am for very much longer. I was going to get my own place. But I'm living with a wonderful eighty-seven year old who still drives, could still work if she could. She's stronger than I am. But her memory's going. And she needs somebody in her life. And I thought, okay, why go out and live alone? I'll stay with her, but I'm going to bring my home into her home. And so I did. If you saw the space I have, my my little Office and living room closed in deck my bedroom filled with furniture, but it's mine and I have got all my books and all my photo albums around me, but I also ended up with clothes. and I had a lot of them beforehand. Um, Clothes that I haven't been able to wear for two years uh, because they were in storage. So I went out and bought more clothes to replace those and now I have too many clothes. I've already given away five garbage bags of clothing and there is more to come because i have to sort it all out why because i'm not the same person i was three years ago i'm also a little more weighty weight wait the, than i was even last year and because it's not about the fashion it's about the comfortability It's about, do I feel good in this? Does this really represent who I am? I'm gay, not gay, I am grayer now than I used to be. So the colors that I used to wear don't suit me anymore. So that means that I need to get rid of those colors and put colors on me that do suit me. Blues and grays and whites and things like that. And the other clothes can go to other people who it becomes their wardrobe their identification and help them on their way because I always donate donate all the clothing and I used to buy and still do buy secondhand Because sometimes you can get some absolute gems that you just can't even get in the stores Life is about kind of that decluttering It's about sorting out. It's about putting things into proper perspective it's about taking a breath centering ourselves being calm being kind to ourselves and then stepping out one foot in front of the other and going where we need to go all the plans that we had either have gone by the wayside or are on hold or they've had to change direction i had a whole lot planned for this year it went on pause i still believe That it's meant to happen, but it's going to have to happen at a different time in a different way. We have to wait until the universe gives us the green light. And excuse, as being stubborn as we are as human beings to learn, to adjust, to change, we may see this transition go on for a while longer because we're just so slow to learn. Presenting ourselves, that 10 to 30 second moment, you meet people and you don't see them, you see their energy, you see their presence. What they're wearing is secondary. You just know you have to speak to that person or hear that person because of the vibe that they're projecting. And when you step into confidence and your own soul enlightenment your soul truth then you will also present yourself in a way that shows others that they too themselves can have a presence that precedes who they are what they're wearing there are certain people that we look up to the Oprah Winfrey's uh, Maya Angelo Wayne Dreyer and a number of others there I have certainly got some people here on self-discovery media that are infinite in their wisdom and their knowledge and the way they're sharing it and it's really spectacular and I don't ever remember what any of them were wearing because what they were wearing was love they were wearing joy they were wearing purpose they were exuding that beautiful divine energy. However, had they been wearing something that didn't reflect them, I would have been distracted by what they wore. So it's not about what you wear and where it came from. It could be Walmart, it could be a secondhand store, it could be the Amani store if that's where you want it. But does it represent you? And does your energy precede you? That you follow your energy And then whatever you're wearing is complementary to that energy. Color, by the way, all has a different psychological approach. On my show link here, I will put a link to a show I did on color, color psychology, what we wear, how it affects us, what moods it brings out in us, because color is extremely important. Um, Some people can wear multiple colors at one time, some people can't because it's screaming. Some people like to just in low tones, Um, and then we can we can lose them because they're in these monotone tones. And you've always got to make sure that you have a tone in there that does stand out. Otherwise, you're just background music. And uh, a color has a great psychological effect on the people who see us and on ourselves, even when wearing it. Like when you're going through depression, get out of the dark colors. No blacks, no navies, no browns, no dark greys. Um, don't put on red because you can't cope with red when you're when you're in depression. Put on the soft hoos of greens and yellows, and um, kind of baby blues and lilacs, uh, mauves. Those kind of colours are warming, and they will start warming your heart, warming, nurturing you, and inviting you. It's the same thing if you're going to speak to people who have gone through a trauma. Don't wear the the red glaring or deep bold colors because it's not soft enough for their psyche in order to receive what you're saying. So, you know, watch the hue of what you're wearing. And if you're going in to speak to people who have had trauma, you want to be gentle in your voice you want to be understanding but you also want your clothing to represent not just you but the situation and so that it's uplifting but it's not overbearing they're already over overwrought and they don't need anything else glaring or jarring at them another thing a lot of people think that you know you have to wear black for everything and there are some people that should never wear black i wore black a lot an awful lot for many, many years until my hair colour changed. Now I can wear black as long as it's with a colourful accent or black and white, I love black and white stripe and dots, I seem to wear a lot of that, um, but I can't wear solid black anymore and it would make me look too authoritarian and we don't want that. So. It's knowing what the colors psychologically mean and, and using those colors in, in a situation where you that psyche needs to be changed. It's wearing colors that represents who you are at the core of you, the very heart, soul, and center of you that complements your physical beingness. And that is inviting, is inviting. And that invitation is thrown out to people want to speak to you want to know more want to engage with you and that's what we're looking for is engagement having conversations sharing wisdom uh, looking for more knowledge and understanding coming together in collaborations cohesively creatively uh, creating a world that we can all thrive in and so don't underestimate that presentation of self or that that what you wear and how you wear it and how you present yourself, not just in the looks, not just in the tone, but in the words that you say, in the way you say those words. Are they sarcastic? Are they cryptic? Are they nonchalant? Are they disrespectful? Know your audience and know how to speak to them because a comedian may be able to demean someone and we can laugh at it but if they've been demeaned all their lives believe that they're not laughing they're hurting if you're there to motivate then most certainly put on a color that not only energizes you but will be that generator of color that will energize the people seeing you it's not just clothes you're going to throw on because you don't want to walk around naked It's a representation of who you are from the inside out. Whether you are gorgeous with perfect body shape, whether you're pear-shaped, T-shaped, square-shaped, round-shaped, oblong shape, it really doesn't matter. Because if you are exuding the confidence, the love, the meaningful purpose, the conviction, what your size is and what you're wearing is purely part of the stage and isn't the main act. And we don't see you as, oh my gosh, I shouldn't be wearing a mini skirt with those legs, Dress not how you used to dress when you were 12, dress to your age appropriate, but that doesn't mean dowdy, that doesn't mean matronly. We can dress sexy, we can dress confidently, we can dress in palaz to the day we die. But there's at some point that we stop wearing the midriffs <laughs> and the go-go pants, who remembers those, and to realize that we don't have the body for that anymore, or nor do we have nor are we that person. We're not that person anymore. And it looks silly on us now, because we're different. We've changed. <sighs> I can't wear something if I can't feel it. Never mind what it looks like if it doesn't feel right on me i can't wear it. it has to come off even if i love it and there are certain things that i love to wear because every time i wear them they make me feel confident they make me feel good so know your wardrobe know your body know the colors that suit your body know when you should wear which color for when if you're going for an interview you don't want to go in there loud and drown them out with what you're wearing. But you can still go in, they're vibrant, wearing colors that really accentuate your beautiful energy and make them turn around and look. But know your situation. You're not just dressing for you, you're dressing for the way you want people to receive you. So make sure you are very comfortable in what you're wearing, that it is very representative of who you are as a person, that it is color complementary to your skin tone your hair tone and that it is a color that invites other people you know to open the door of conversation it's not just throwing something on there's an art to it and in discovery of that art to it it can be an awful lot of fun you only ever have one chance for a first impression make that impression something that's forever lasting for the right reasons that the way you came in with a big smile looking colorful confident warm and inviting that people just want to go hello and now they're ready for the content so just a few tips today on dressing i'm going to be doing a show actually with a professional dresser in a couple of weeks and how to dress for the zoom meetings with the boss but also how to dress for your for your body type your personality type uh we're going to be learning a lot of wonderful tips from her so i look forward to to that with amanda but in the meantime uh right here on on my show page which is um which is on selfdiscoverymedia.com under Sarah's view of life and the show is our first impressions um, our first impressions, uh, how to make them uh, and then you will see all the other links to the colour identification, the colour of what you wear also the colour of personality and also the colour a um, psychology and just, I know you may hate shopping, but you know, just go out there and say, I'm finding something that represents me, that I feel comfortable in and confident in, and that when I am presenting myself, reflects who I am and doesn't let me down, but boosts me up, right? So just take a little time for it. And don't forget the grooming, the combing of the hair, the showering, you gotta wash those hands and just general hygiene. Because you know you might be a person who's sweated a lot and I know there's a lot of places that are extremely hot right now and go into the bathroom beforehand or wash under the armpits before you get in there <laughs> because you don't want the smell of you to precede you all right so it's just be mindful folks. it's being mindful. Um, we don't care if the guys are wearing a nice open shirt and pants you know it, it's just that relaxed look. And as long as we see them and not just the clothes they're in, um, it just sets the stage for us to kind of be calm and ready, you know, to receive. So why not, right? And with women, if it's a pair of slacks and a sweater or if it's a nice dress or shirt and skirt, whatever you feel confident in and you feel that it's less a uniform and more a reflection of who you are okay so dress for the first impression and um, just be you own you love you care for you embrace you represent you because you are enough all right folks so until next week i wish you a wonderful week bye for now we hope you enjoyed the show we look forward to bringing you more shows please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.